0: Welcome to IB Talk, the insurance industry's leading podcast, brought to you
1: by Insurance Business.
2: This episode is brought to you by Tokyo Marine HCC Cyber and Professional Alliance Group. In the latest episode of IBA Talk, we discuss the risks affecting property managers and property owners. Learn firsthand about the coverages being offered and what to be aware of so that your clients are protected.
1: Welcome to the latest edition of IB Talk, the insurance business podcast. I'm Gia Snape, news editor at Insurance Business. Today, we're talking about a major risk that property managers and owners face when doing business, and that's tenant risk. Growing awareness on rights and social injustices has put the focus on discrimination issues in recent years, making tenant discrimination allegations a significant exposure for these professionals. In this episode, brought to us by Tokyo Marine HCC Cyber and Professional Lines Group, we'll learn more about tenant discrimination and why insureds need to be protected from this risk. We're joined by our experts, Regina Sindrich, Underwriting Manager for Miscellaneous Professional Liability at Tokyo Marine HCC Cyber and Professional Lines Group. Thanks, Dia. And we also have Kamika Clark, Associate Underwriter at Tokyo Marine HCC Cyber and Professional Lines Group. Kamika is responsible for managing and underwriting tenant discrimination. Hi, Gia. Glad to have you both on IB Talk. Let's start by setting the context. What is tenant discrimination? So
2: we here at Tokyo HCC have been writing this coverage since the late 1990s, and we're one of the few carriers currently offering this coverage on a standalone basis. Tenant discrimination is a type of insurance policy that provides property owners and managers with coverage for defense costs, and lawsuits brought by former, current, and even future tenants, alleging discrimination. Our policy is triggered when a tenant sues a property owner or manager for discrimination based on things like race, color, religion,
1: age, sex, and anything else not covered by the law. Interesting. Why would an insured need this coverage? Thank you for asking that question, Jia. It's a good idea to
0: have this coverage because it protects both the property owner and property managers from potential lawsuits. A great example would be from the point of time when COVID was considered a pandemic. Property managers could not evict tenants because of the moratorium that was in place. Now that the moratorium has been lifted, these managers or owners are now charging their for rent or moving to evict for lack of payment. As a result, some of these tenants are claiming some forced discrimination whether it's valid or not. If these owners or managers had discovered they could be reimbursed some if not all the money spent after their deduct was met, of course. Reimbursement could include the litigation fees to get these tenants out as well as any settlement being paid as a result, as long as they have our consent prior to settling the
1: matter. Thanks, Kamika. Could you talk to us about what actual coverages are being offered? Thank you for asking that we can offer and cover
0: up to $1 million in coverage for property managers and property owners for claims on the basis of any form of discrimination recognized by law that is being used against a possible tenant. Under a policy form, our insurer can choose to extend coverage to their property managers or the owner of the property that's being managed or owned. There is coverage for guest of tenants, ADA compliance, fair housing testers, prospective renters, and lessors. We can also consider offering up to one million dollars in coverage for bodily injury and property damage. One of the great benefits of our form is the insurer can choose their own cancel. However, while we do not cover under our positive form or franchise restaurants, mobile home parks, hotel motel or any form of bed and breakfast services, religious organization or government entities.
1: It definitely seems like tenant discrimination coverage should be something property owners consider in this current environment. What type of claims have you seen or covered? We actually just closed a claim based on
0: mental disability. The claimant alleges our insurer rejected their application because they needed an emotional support animal. However, this claimant has never met our insurer, nor were there an actual applicant. They work for a housing equality center that sends numerous testers who are people hired to go to multiple properties and pretend to be prospective tenants interested in renting a property. They found Our Insured property on Apartments.com, which wasn't listed by Our insurer. Also, Our Insured has their own website in which they do accept small animals for a fee. The claimant demanded over $50,000 due to mental anguish. After our insurer hired an attorney to represent them and rejected all form of demand that was requested by the claimant, they ultimately withdrew their
1: claim and our insurer didn't pay anything over their deductibles. Interesting. And Regina, you have some examples as well. Yes, I was just reading about one of our most recent disability claims. The parking lot managed by our insured was on a
2: first-come, 1st first serve basis. So it didn't allow people to reserve spots, and it didn't actually have a handicap spot. So one of our insured's tenants asked for a parking spot close enough to his unit and wide enough for his wheelchair transfer. After several requests, our insured failed to respond to his complaints. And because of this, he suffered stress and discomfort. He was forced to limit the use of his vehicle and missing doctor's appointments and trips to the grocery store. In this case, the property manager failed to provide reasonable accommodation for the individual. In the case of commercial buildings, if they're not compliant with the American Disabilities Act, also called ADA, they could be subject to discrimination lawsuits for disability. We also cover managers and owners of commercial buildings and provide coverage for businesses that
1: fail to be ADA compliant. And Regina, what is the difference between this coverage and Employment Practices Liability, or EPL, with third party? You know, Gia, this is a question we get most often. What is the benefit of purchasing a tenant discrimination
2: policy? And it honestly depends on what the insured is looking for. Our appetite does not exceed buildings with more than 5,000 units, and that's on the high side. Our average unit size is much lower. Property managers and owners that typically deal with smaller properties may not believe they need an actual EPL policy. In fact, they may not feel they need a BOP or GL or full-form professional liability policy. So in this case, the tenant policy is typically cheaper and covers the manager for what we as underwriters would know to be the most common type of claim, a discrimination claim. And from my experience, many of the EPL, GL policies in place don't always cover discrimination claims and often exclude them altogether. And as Kamika mentioned earlier, our tenant policy is a reimbursement policy. There's no duty to defend. And while we do have a cap in terms of hourly rates, the insured is free to choose their own counsel.
1: Regina and Kamika, thank you so much for shedding light on this topic today. It's great to have you both with us on IB Talk. Thanks, Gia. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. I'm Gia Snape, news editor at Insurance Business. Catch you again next time here on IB Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of IBA Talk. For
2: more from Tokyo Marine HCC Cyber and Professional Lines Group visit tmhcc.com forward slash pro. Thank you for listening to IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us on all major listening channels.